Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. The type of work is an adventure novel, set in England on various ships at sea and on a small island near Trinidad during the 17th century. Here we read about an Englishman named Robinson Crusoe and his island companion, Friday. Young Robinson Crusoe told his parents that he wished more than anything else to go to sea. His father bitterly opposed the idea and warned his son that if I did take this foolish step, God would not bless me and I would have leisure hereafter to reflect upon having neglected his counsel when there might be none to assist in my recovery. These words proved prophetic. The youthful Crusoe set out on his first voyage with little knowledge of the perils of a sailor's life. In telling later about the tremendous storm in which his ship was caught, he remarked, It was my advantage in one respect that I did not know what they meant by founder till I inquired. So ill and afraid was he during this first harrowing crisis that he vowed never again to leave solid ground if he was blessed enough to escape drowning. But once safe on shore, he found his old longing resurfacing, and Robinson took sail aboard another ship. Alas, the ill-fated vessel was captured by Turkish pirates. Crusoe managed to avoid capture and made off in a small craft. Together, he and a young companion navigated along the coast of Africa, where they were pursued by wild beasts and natives. A Portuguese ship finally rescued them, and they sailed for Brazil. In the new land, Crusoe established a prosperous sugar plantation. But again, a feeling of lonely dissatisfaction overcame him. I lived just like a man cast away on some desolate island that had nobody there but himself. Then came an offer from some planters for Crusoe to act as a trader on a slave ship bound for Africa. But this voyage also met disaster. Fierce hurricanes wrecked the ship, drowning everyone aboard except Robinson, who was finally tossed up on a desolate beach. A subsequent storm washed the ship's wreckage close to the shore, and Crusoe constructed a raft to haul most of its supplies to land, where he stored them in a makeshift tent. After a few days, he climbed a hill and discovered that he was on what he assumed to be an uninhabited island. On his thirteenth day there, still another storm pushed the shipwreck back out to sea, where it sank, leaving him with no reminder of civilization. Crusoe soon discovered that goats inhabited the island, and began domesticating some of them to provide himself with meat, milk, butter, and cheese. Near the entrance of the cave where he stored his provisions taken from the ship, he painstakingly built a well-fortified home. After crafting a table, a chair, and some shelves, Crusoe also began keeping a calendar and a journal. Over the next few months, an earthquake and a hurricane damaged his supply cave, and though he still spent most of his time at his coastal home, in case a ship should happen by, he decided to erect an additional inland shelter. Later, during a brief but raging fever, the adventurer was confronted by a terrifying apparition who announced, Seeing all these things have not brought thee to repentance, now thou shalt die. Remembering the advice of his father, Crusoe commenced to pray and to read from the Bible. In a strangely inverted search, he began to seek deliverance from his sins, rather than from his adverse situation. 
In a small valley on the island, Crusoe found an abundance of wild grapes, lemons, limes, and other fruits and vegetables. From the grapes he made raisins, which became a favorite staple food. In his wanderings he also caught a parrot, whom he taught to speak. With a few grains of rice and barley from the bottom of one of the ship's sacks, the sailor planted what would become large fields of grain. For several years he experimented with making bread and weaving baskets. One of Crusoe's biggest frustrations was the lack of bottles or jars in which to cook or store food. Over time he succeeded in making clay containers and even fired some pots that were solid enough to hold liquids. After four years on the island, he was a changed man. I looked now upon the civilized world as a thing remote, which I had nothing to do with, no expectation from, and indeed no desires about.